Hey guys, this is episode two of the St. John's Hops podcast, and we'll be talking about the the business side of St. John's Hops. So, Sebastian, how how would you kind of go about interacting with other businesses? <clears throat> yeah, so it was actually pretty simple. Um, I just walk into a brewery mm-hmm. and and I'd wear my St. John's Hop shirt. I'd order a beer and just start talking with the bartender and whatnot and say, hey, you know, this beer's actually pretty good. And then, you know, and then um, I'd casually say, oh, by the way, I actually started to grow hops right here. And then, you know, and then they get excited, go, really? Hops here in Florida? Mm-hmm. And, you know, and then so then that's when I say, yeah, it's, you know, it's very new. It's young. You know, we're still trying to figure it out. But yeah, but um, um, it's starting to you know, become more, uh, how should I say, productible here mm-hmm. now because, you know, because now we're finally learning all the tricks to the trade and whatnot. And then so then they would get excited and bring their owner or, or the brewmaster over to introduce me to them. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, and then their lies, uh, well, well, so their eyes actually light up they get so excited to hear about a local grown hops because mm-hmm. uh because these brewers they love to be able to promote and market the fact that they are brewing craft beer mm-hmm. made with local florida grown hops and um and also the fact that now it's grown by a veteran grown hops too well okay. so now like they do the whole patriotic theme as well too now um and is this uh, with one brewing company, or how would you, how how many brewing companies would you say you kind of? Yeah, kinda so form? so far I've had four breweries mm-hmm. buy my hops, which I know it sounds small, but this past summer was uh, just like the test. So mm-hmm. I grew only like maybe a hundred plants, if that, just to see if it was something that's profitable, but also something that we could be able to manage, and you know. And also to kind of, you know, learn all the steps and everything and go through the bunny slopes, I guess you could call it. The you know, like slope? trying to figure out, oh, oh okay, oh, okay, well, so during this time, you know, with all the heavy rains, well, so yeah, so we get a lot of mildew and fungus. Okay, mm-hmm. well, so now we'll have to look up for that. Oh, okay, well, so now, you know, so we have to harvest, you know, so what's the best way to harvest and whatnot and process it? Okay, cool. So, yeah. And so um, um, the two major ones were Hourglass Brewery in Longwood and mm-hmm. American Icon in Vero Beach. And so try, can you kind of go over like what a day for like a worker like yourself uh, would be doing in a hot farm? Like what, would, what exactly are you doing? What exactly are you looking for? Okay, yeah. So just every morning, you know, so the first thing is, you know, we, you know, check for weed control, you know, so pull weeds and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But also, so we do something what's called training the vines. Well, so like I said earlier, how when the German monks discovered like a weedy type vine that was mm-hmm. grow, growing in the gardens. Well, so, yeah, so these hops plants actually grow to like 20 to 30 feet tall. Okay. <laughs> and so, yeah, and so we have a trellis system for them you know it's almost like a v-shape it's like a thin rope that goes into a v-shape and then mm-hmm. so with each rope well so we uh, take about 
two vines and train it, which is mm. essentially, you know, we wrap the vines around mm. the rope and stuff. And, um, yeah. And then so, yeah. So of course, you know, when they're young vines, you know, so we have to go and train them and help them mm-hmm. wrap around and then, you know, and so we ch- check for any pests like locusts and mm-hmm. caterpillars and whatnot, which, uh, what I've actually decided to do is I'll grow tobacco plants in between the hops rows actually. Okay. Yeah. Because, um, 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 uh, actually for years before, well, tobacco was actually used as an organic pest control. And so I use my tobacco, you know, for fun, also, uh-huh. you know, make my own smokes and chew and stuff like that. But also mm-hmm. I use it as a sacrifice. So all the caterpillars and all the locusts and stuff, mm-hmm. they attack my tobacco leaves instead of my hops plants. And so, yeah. So, yeah. Oh, so, okay. Yes. Yeah, so, yeah. So just every morning, you know, so we'll do pest control and check and make sure that everything's okay and stuff and then we water and feed the plants and whatnot and then how would you know when the vines are like done would they just be huge or how would you know like when they're done or ready to like grab okay yeah so then forward the cones yeah so um what's interesting about florida which is another re- reason why the florida department of agriculture is pushing to grow hops now mm-hmm. Unlike up north, like where hops are traditionally grown, like in, you know, the Pacific Northwest and Michigan and stuff like right. they only get one harvest a year, which is around August, September-ish or something like that. Mm-hmm. Florida, we get two harvests a year. So, uh, yeah, so that makes it more profitable for us. So, yeah, so late July, early August is when we'll get the first harvest. And then so, um, uh, one, so one way how you could tell if you just – lightly kind of just squeeze a hops cone mm-hmm. um uh, yeah um, if it's too squishy well then it's too young yet but um, if it feels like paper and stuff like that, it feels kind of firm so that's how you know it's right you mentioned the cone like and obviously you know this is a, a hops podcast but can you explain to uh, probably an average listener what what a hops cone is yeah or like what what do you what do you exactly do with them all right cool yeah perfect okay yeah so if you're listening right now, and if you're not driving, g- go ahead and go on Google. And if you are driving, well, then just wait till you're home or, you know, at McDonald's or someplace or whatever, and Google hops cone. Mm-hmm. All right. So uh, they almost look like a little mini artichoke head. Okay. <laughs> Pretty much. And then so... And so one good way how you can tell if it's ready is it'll have yellow powder. Right. On it, and um, and so the yellow powder is actually called the lupulin, and so and so that powder is actually what gives off the flavor and the aroma, and it's also sticky. So then, um, so then, um, if you feel it, and then you know, and so then your fingers are are sticky and stuff. Also, that's how you know it's ready. And so yeah, and so let's say if I wanted to brew at my house today, I'll go to my farm, mm-hmm. I'll pick the cones. I'll bring it back and then I just throw it in the batch. <laughs> That's pretty much it. And then, what do they do with the cones to make? What do breweries use with the cones? Do they just crush the cones? Yeah. Do- well, so the professional brewers will. So they buy the hops. They are pelletized. So like mm-hmm. they're little pellets. You know, they almost look like gerbil food um, or something like that and so for that that's a whole process well so um, uh, 
So yeah, so those big companies have big machines that first shred the hops cones, and then from there they uh, take the shredded hops into another machine called the uh, the hammer mill or the pelletizer machine, mm-hmm. and then so those turn to big blocks that they eventually cut them and make them into little pellets. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so for us, last summer, what we did was we would just have the brewers actually come to the farm mm-hmm. and actually pick the hops themselves, like almost as if they're doing like a you pick strawberry <laughs> thing right there. And then so then, yeah, and then, you know, and, um, and then the same day, they'll go back to the brewery and just throw it into the batch of that or they would dry out overnight mm-hmm. and freeze them so that okay. way they'll be able to store and use it for um another time and then so after you finish checking on the vines is there anything else that you do on the hops farm or is that what what a typical day would be like oh yeah uh, that's pretty much it yeah so you would just go to every plant and train the vines it takes a long time mm-hmm. and just pick and pull the weeds and stuff and do all the basic maintenance and stuff and then yeah and then so we'll just check the leaves and see if we have any spider mites growing mm-hmm. or you know or um, if we have a locust problem going on or also check uh, the leaves because um, um, a lot of times the leaves will actually give you a sign if it's sick or you know or if it's lacking a certain nutrient yeah like yeah so for example if it's got a lot of yellow then it's like a nitrogen Mm -hmm. deficiency for example well so yeah so then i'm saying we'll go and look and try to get like uh leaf samples and stuff and then okay yeah so um uh, yeah so uh, today we have to uh, give them an extra shot of iron or mm-hmm. potassium or whatever so and how long would this would this go go on like for a day so like five hours four yeah uh, yeah normally a couple hours and then mm-hmm. just in between you know we'll go ahead and work on other stuff in the farm like the strawberries or the mm-hmm. tomatoes and whatnot and then are you also using like any new agriculture techniques in growing your hops is there something different that you're doing with them? oh yeah so what we have to do here in florida is we have to give them artificial light okay so can you explain what that is yes yeah, so, yeah so something about the summer solstice i'm not an astronomer or whatever <laughs> but yeah. well so during the summertime well so the people up north get an hour extra of daylight than we do here in florida okay. So that's why their hops grow so tall. Well, so here in Florida, well, so we don't get as much as they do up north. So now for us, so then what we do is so we um, set up lights. Um, so that way um, uh, at night, you know, so all we do is we set the timer on, you know, for the, the light to be on for one hour. That's it. It's actually pretty funny because... Last summer, when uh, well, so when we first built the farm, so we went to the um, Home Depot mm-hmm. in Apopka and bought a bunch of lights and a bunch of hemp rope and stuff and mm-hmm. everything for uh, the trellis system, and we got red flagged, and then uh, um, and so the manager went to the farm to 
check out the farm to oh, m- he, make sure that we weren't growing we were anything growing illegal. Weed? Oh, yeah. That's funny. yeah, yeah. Wow. So yeah, so yeah. So it was like, okay, so what was his like reaction? Like, excuse me, sir, are you doing anything well, illegal? Well, so he was very tactful about what. So what he did was. He had called me up before he stopped by and said, mm-hmm. hey, look, you know, so we're very happy for your business and also excited for your new farm. So what I want to do is I, um, I want to bring you another roll of the hemp rope that you bought, mm-hmm. and, you know, and I want to deliver it purposely to you as a thank you and also uh-huh. I would love to see this hops farm of yours uh, and I'm like okay, okay cool wow. and then suddenly yeah suddenly yeah suddenly that's a sneaky boy right came, there came by and checked out I was like alright cool and then I was laughing because I knew it was because he thought that I was trying to be the next weed lord or something <laughs> like that so well, I'm like alright cool so yeah so I was very nice I showed him around the farm and stuff and also I brought him over to the warehouse too just to show him all the organic products that we make and stuff he's like wow so he went from investigating us to actually being very excited and also uh, very impressed with what we're doing yeah. <laughs> so, that's a that's a great story yeah but yeah but which is interesting though is hops is actually a relative of Mar- marijuana they're actually cousins really so yeah yeah so that's the irony oh, about it too oh, okay. is that they're actually cousins to uh the marijuana plant <laughs> well as long as as long as you got that oh up. god yeah <laughs> man i have wife and two kids man like i don't need to be doing any of that yeah. stuff to get me in trouble uh, nope this ain't colorado yeah yeah <laughs> nope nope nope, nope. Oh. <laughs> so after after you check uh the vines that day is over. How many times a week would you say you would have to check? So is is this like an everyday, every day sort of type of labor? Okay. Every day you go and do it. So yeah. <laughs> What's the most difficult part of it? Because you mentioned like you were checking for certain pests. Like you mentioned spider bites. Uh oh yeah like uh yes spider mites. Oh and spider stuff mites. Like that. Can you yeah. explain what that is? Oh or... yeah, like they're like little mini spiders and stuff, and oh, they. Okay feed off the leaves and so forth so we don't mind the bigger spiders because they actually protect the plants mm-hmm. from you know from flies and locusts and stuff mm-hmm. like that so yeah so they're okay but yeah but there's like little tiny spiders mm-hmm. that just feed off the plant and stuff and yeah and the locusts are the worst because so there is a chemical that you can use to pretty much kill them off or to ward them off, but I refuse to use any harsh man-made chemicals as insecticides mm-hmm. or pesticides on my plants, especially if it's my veterans that are going to be spraying mm-hmm. it. I'd rather drink a gallon of of Roundup before I would let my veterans touch mm-hmm. a harmful chemical. So, yeah, so for us, it's just time guard. Which it works great for all the mini um, pests and stuff like that, but for like the big stuff like locusts, it pisses them off mm. and deters them, but it doesn't kill them and it doesn't keep them away for long. So, but I still refuse to use any harsh chemicals on my plants. So, so, uh, so uh, that's why what I do is I'll grow tobacco plants. 
in between to kind of use as a sacrifice. So would you say that's the hardest part? Just trying to get rid of, like, trying to stop... Yeah. Know, oh, yeah. Oh, Is there yeah. any other problems that you have, you know, growing, growing hops? Yeah, that uh, soil here in Florida... And also, it depends on which part of Florida that you're at because Florida is so weird when it comes to mm-hmm. soil. Like we have like several different types. So where we're at, it's very sandy, so we don't get as much nutrients right. as much as in other areas. So yeah, so that's where we have to really fight hard to make sure that our plants get the proper n- nutrients that we need. And the locusts, by the way, they are mean as hell. Like every time when I walk by and spray the time garden. Mm-hmm. They they get pissed and they fly into your face like they actually try to fight you man like, oh really oh my god how, yeah like how every time oh like the size of your fist oh, man my goodness. yeah man and so they just come in and fly and just start to smack your face and I was like my yeah. god like it's like a cartoon or something <laughs> listen here Jerry this is yeah. not my yeah, yeah, exactly <laughs> it's like, my god um, um and but I, I assume like you know. You, you're satisfied with the results. Oh yeah! That you have. Oh, oh oh yeah! And also, uh, so the brewer from American Icon Brewing. Mm-hmm. Well, so he actually went to his brewing school in Bavaria. So wow. that's like the mecca of beer, pretty much. Oh. So yeah, so that's like going to Harvard for brewing, pretty much. Interesting. Uh, yeah, and so when uh, he went to the farm to check it out and to also pick my hops he was so impressed he was so happy to see my hops that he was like they are beautiful they're big they're green they're healthy and, and they smell so great like they're yeah. great quality so yeah so yeah so it's you know so it's hard work but it's so rewarding to just mm. to have a brewmaster that studied in Bavaria like yeah. compliment like that so well, we're just going to end that episode and then stay tuned for the next one. Thank you again for joining on St. John's Hops podcast. Thanks, y'all.